Greetings from Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Today I would like to share with you the memory of a great 20th century theologian who wrote many works that were very rich in theological insight and possessed a great love for the spiritual life. His name was Father Reginald Garagou Lagrange. He was a Dominican and a brilliant Thomist whose works on the spiritual life remain really great classics in that field of study. He taught ascetical and mystical theology at the Angelicum for many, many years. And he had, as one of his students, a bright young seminarian from Rome by the name of Carol Wojtyla. He even went on to become the director of young Wojtyla's doctoral dissertation which I have seen with my own eyes at the Angelicum, which they have there. And you can still see Father Garagou Lagrange's comments on that thesis. The thesis was entitled, The Doctrine of Faith in the Writings of St. John of the Cross. And that thesis was actually translated in English by Father Jordan Allman, another great Dominican who taught at the Angelicum as well. I remember when Pope John Paul II actually visited his alma mater in Rome. It was a great day. Everyone at the Angelicum was so excited. That was back in 1978. And he spoke very fondly as he remembered Father Garagou Lagrange as one of his professors. And he referred to him affectionately as that great master of the spiritual life. And we're actually sitting in the very room where Lagrange used to lecture to young Carol Wojtyla. It was a very moving experience. And of course, right outside that classroom, there's a wonderful coffee bar that has cappuccinos, cafe lattes, etc. And there, students back at that time would gather, they'd get their coffee, but they would all get together. It's a famous story passed down through generations. They would get together and they would all make a wager. How long it would take the beanie worn by Father Reginald Garagou Lagrange to actually slide off his head in the next class. And whoever guessed properly would buy coffee for everybody afterward. You know, students really haven't changed a great deal. So you have a picture Father Garagou lecturing his heart out on the spiritual life and the beanie slowly slipping off his head and then finally landing and he'd have to catch the thing. And then there would be discussion, I'm sure, among the student body in the middle of the class. But he was a profound thinker and a great theologian. Among his many fine works, I would mention four of them. The first, The Three Ages of the Interior Life, two-volume, masterful expose on the spiritual life. Uh, It eventually was condensed into a smaller book published by ten books called The Three Ages of the Spiritual Life. Also another brilliant work, Christian Perfection and Contemplation. He wrote a wonderful work that really opened my eyes in a deep and profound way to the wonders of the Blessed Mother called simply The Mother of Our Savior, a great work on Mariology by Father Garagou Lagrange. And lastly, Our Savior and His Love for Us. And I would like to share with you today a quote from that last work, Our Savior and His Love for Us. Because so often we become very saddened when we hear of so many families and friends who have children and loved ones who have wandered from the bosom of Holy Mother Church. It seems that far too many families in our own time have experienced this. And so many large numbers of our young people join the ranks of the nuns. That's people without any religious affiliation at all, often by the age of 23. But we should never lose hope for them 
who have strayed from the faith. In Our Savior and His Love for Us, Father Garrigou Lagrange writes about the incredible power of the holy sacrifice of the Mass and how important it is that we pray the Mass. And so I'd like to share a quote from that great work. Father Reginald Garrigou Lagrange writes, and I quote, Yet the holy sacrifice is celebrated perpetually every minute of the day over the whole surface of the earth. Wherever the sun rises, it is unceasingly manifestation of Christ's merciful love. This being so, he grants to his church, especially through the Mass and Holy Communion, the graces she needs at the various moments in her history. In the catacombs, the Mass was a source of ever new graces, and so it was during the great barbarian invasions and during the Middle Ages. And so it is today, giving us the strength to resist the great perils that threaten us. All these graces come to us from the Eucharistic heart of Jesus, who has given us the holy sacrifice of the Mass and Holy Communion, and who is ever giving His blood sacramentally shed on the altar. A single drop of our Savior's precious blood can regenerate thousands of souls that have gone astray and have dragged others along with them. Indeed, it is a truth that we all too often forget. The cult of the precious blood of the Savior and deep suffering at the sight of it flowing in vain over rebellious souls can do much to turn the Eucharistic heart of Jesus toward His poor sinners. Yes, His poor sinners. They are His. And apostles like St. Paul, St. Francis, St. Dominic, St. Catherine of Siena, and so many others who loved our Savior enough to strive by His side for the salvation of these souls. When we think of Christ's love for us, we should suffer agonies at the sight of souls turning away from His heart, from the source of His precious blood. He shed His blood for them all, far removed as they might be from Him, even for communists who blaspheme and wish to extirpate his name from the earth. May our Lord, who does not will the death of the sinner, grant through the holy sacrifice of the Mass a new effusion of his heart's blood, as it were, and the blood from his sacred wounds. It is impossible that the precious blood should not in some measure overflow the chalice at Mass and someday, at least at the moment of death, Purify those straying souls who do not resist divine attentions or the actual prevenient graces that inspire their conversion. End quote. Let us take these words of faith and encouragement to heart, and through our fervent prayers when we attend the holy sacrifice of the Mass, may we help to bring back all of those who have wandered far from the love of Christ and His Church. For the heart of Christ loves each and every one of them so dearly, and He calls them His own. Thank you for being with us today, and may God bless you.